Welcome to another edition of Education Needs a Champion, and our children deserve one. Hi, I'm your host, Larry Davis, and today we're going to be talking about the rise and the increase in student behavior problems since we returned all students back to school after the pandemic. Stay tuned to Education Needs a Champion, and our children deserve one. What does it mean to be a champion? Stand tall and hold your head high. Make the rooftop great, aim it for the sky. Might not have it yet, but success is in my side. Can education get a champion? Cause nowadays we treat it like a common cold. Catch it if you can, but you're happy if you don't. Why are we so okay with that story? Education needs a champion. Mr. Davis, can you be him? Show him how to lead the pavement. Can you teach him? Mold him into something greater. Give him freedom. All we need is education. It's the secret. A lot of love, love schools don't always love us. No, they don't. Education needs a champion. Our children deserve one. Hello and welcome back to Education Needs a Champion and Our Children Deserve One. As I mentioned before, we're going to be talking about the rise and the increase in student behavior issues in our schools today. We know that we shut down our schools in March of 2020, and for the next year and a half, 30 to 40% of our students stayed at home for virtual learning. They were not in school. When you think about that, 18 months went by before some of our students ever stepped foot back into our buildings. When we look at this information, we had experts who, who told us we should expect an increase in student behavior problems, kids return to school after being in a place with no structure, no systems, no rules, no bells, no rows of seats. They logged on when they got ready and often our students were left to their own devices because parents had to work. Also, we had, we saw an increase in stress and, and tempers and, and students struggling to make adjustments because some of our students went home in March of 2020 in fourth grade and returned to school in August of 2021 in sixth grade. That went from middle elementary school to middle school that completely missed out on fifth grade. Some of us went from sixth grade into high school that completely missed out on all the things of seventh and eighth grade. <clears throat> when we look at those things, we should know there's going to be some kind of adjustment. There's going to be some struggles. There's going to be some stress. There's going to be some strains. Now we can say that this is all because of COVID, but the reality is the social emotional component of education has always been there. It's kind of been an underlining issue when it should have been at the forefront all along. The social emotional learning, the social emotional behavior, the social emotional attitudes, the social emotional wellness of our students and our teachers. So what did we do right and what did we do wrong? Well, I will tell you this. There are some states, that, like California, for instance. California anticipated an increase in student misbehavior, so they re released a new discipline pro uh, a policy. Now, here's the problem with that, though. Just because the policy is new, it doesn't address the social-emotional. As an executive director of, of a school district, I sat in meeting after meeting after meeting, and we talked about what we were going to do, how we were going to bring children back. We talked about social distancing. We talked about the mask policy. We talked about sanitizing stations. We talked about one-way traffic in our hallways. We talked about student transition. These are all the things that we put serious thought into. 
And then we brought in our principles and we added them to the mix. But guess what we did not do? And I'm sure if we didn't do it, it didn't happen across the United States. Because when you look at some of the back to school, return to school policies, return to school plans, the safe return to school plans, they look very, very similar. We neglected to include parents. We neglected to include students. And we neglected to include teachers. We informed students, we informed parents, and we informed teachers of our plan. We gave them a copy of the plan. We did mega Zooms. We did uh, town hall meetings, and we talked about the policy. But we didn't get the input and the commitment from our parents, from our communities, from our students, and from our teachers. Imagine that, being given something this important that's going to make this big of an impact on our education system and the people who are at the center of this are not included. I'm not saying we didn't have good intentions because we did, but we all know what's paved with good intentions and that's not the road we're trying to travel. So when we look at the problems that exist, the increase in fights, the misbehavior, the lack of uh, that the lack of structure, the anger, the temper, the stress that our teachers are feeling. We have to understand that as an education system as a whole, we could have done better. We should have done better. The fact is, we knew better. And if we want to say we're trying to close the achievement gap, why did we wait right before school came up, before we started doing surveys to find out if our parents had access to internet, or if our students had devices to log on to the internet if they were going to be virtual, or how we were going to feed our children who were going to be virtual. And if they did have access to an internet, did they have proper devices to they could log on to the school systems that we were using? And who was going to monitor them using that device and logging on? We know as adults, it's very difficult to sit in front of a computer for four hours, for two hours, to sit on a Zoom meeting for an hour and a half or two hours. We complain about that. But we were asking elementary students, middle school students, and high school students to log on to as many as seven classes, seven times a day. That's seven hours of sitting on a computer. Seven hours of virtual learning that had no textual feeling to it, that had no emotional connection to it. Seven hours of sitting in front of a computer, class after class after class, when the teacher was being required to move around and monitor the students who were in the classroom, as well as try to monitor the students who were virtual. This in itself lent, told us we were not building those connections that we needed. So what was our goal? Oh, when a student got in trouble, let's put them on virtual learning. Let's add to the problem. Let's add to the stress of an already stressful system. Let's add more students virtually that the teacher now has to be responsible for. You see, even though the tension of not being in school was there, we had all the behavior problems sitting at home. So when 2021, 2022 came into 
came to be. And we knew this, that school year was going to happen. And the government said, all students back in class, 100% of students back in our buildings. That luxury of having all the behavior problems sitting at home for a year were over. And we had become laxed. And we neglected to come up with a plan that would support our students, our parents, our communities, our teachers. We neglected the fact that these students, our students, have been sitting at home in a structure-free environment. And the first thing we did was come back in and start yelling at them. Put on that mask. You need to be on that side of the hall. Don't talk back to me. What are you doing? These students were already coming back to us with gaps. Not just learning gaps, behavior gaps. And as a system, as a school system, we should have done better. Now, I'm only going to keep you for a short time today because I'm going to do another episode on this exact same series. And we're going to talk about what we could have done better. But I just want to throw this out there and I just want to cast my, my line into the ocean of this vast problem. And I want to talk about it. I know of school districts within the first three months of school had already had more fights combined than they had the two previous years total. We've seen the stories on the news. We saw the posts on social media. It's a reality. But here's the thing. Our children are our responsibility. Our children are our future. Can you imagine or do you remember when you were a child and people said that you were the future? Aren't you glad someone invested into you? Aren't you glad someone saw things in you that you didn't know existed because you were too young? Aren't you glad someone gave you an opportunity to be the best you that you could be? I know I am. And I know that the frustration that our teachers are feeling, that our parents are feeling, I know the failures that our students are exhibiting are not what we want. So in the next episode, we're going to talk about some things that we can do that will create a better system for our students, more success for our students, more connectivity to our campuses, get our parents involved, get our teachers more engaged and more excited about being a teacher again. Because you understand, being a teacher is not an art or a science. Being a teacher is a purpose. Hi, I'm your host, Larry Davis. And if you would like to take part in this podcast, Education Needs a Champion and Our Children Deserve One, please reach out to me at Larry at LarryDDavis.com. And if you would like to be a sponsor, please feel free to email me at Larry at LarryDDavis.com. I am looking for sponsors and I'm looking for people to want to come on and talk about the problems that exist in our schools, but not just talk about the problem, but talk about the things that we can do to fix those problems. Because you know what? We all know the problems. We just need some solutions. Listen, education needs a champion. And our children deserve one. Thank you. What does it mean to be a champion? Stand tall and hold your head high. Make the rooftop break, aiming for the sky. Might not have it yet, but success is in my side. Can education get a champion? Cause nowadays we treat it like a common cold. Catch it if you can, but you're happy if you don't. Why are we so okay with that story? Education needs a champion.
I'm Mr. Davis, can you be him? Show him how to lead the pavement, can you teach him? Mold him into something greater, give him freedom. All we need is education, it's the secret. A lot of love, love schools don't always love us. No, they don't. Education needs a champion, our children deserve one.